0: So, uh, who's going to open us up with a joke this week? Because I know both of you have had a hit. I'm pressing Re- the button, so I don't should have do to. You do your
1: Nightwing one that you had the other day. You sent for Reese.
2: Ah, oh, crap. I can't remember it.
1: I'll have to. Um, I think it was something like, was it Batgirl and Robin were talking to each other? And then Batgirl said, what's your real name? And he goes, Richard, but people call me Dick. And she goes, well, how do you get Dick out of Richard? And he goes, you have to ask nicely. <laughs>
3: wow. Oh, so he from yeah. Then he f**ked her. Yeah, <laughs> right in the
0: bat hole. <laughs> Get in the gig. this is Get in the Movies, and what a way to kick us uh, off. Um, we're talking uh, the killing joke uh, today. Before we do uh, go around the room, this is uh, Mitch pressing the buttons. Uh, Matty. Yo. Good evening. Hello. It's only relevant for us, I don't know when anyone's listening. And uh, Brendan. What up? Reese.
3: Yes, thank you.
0: And I've got a special
3: guest that I've brought in. Indeed. We call him Smiley, Mr. Miles Henderson. Good evening, sir.
2: You. Hi, boys. <laughs> Am I the only one that's going to welcome him? Is that- I was going to make yeah, it me. awkward as possible. Wow. <laughs> oh, we're good. We're good. <laughs> yeah, he's not that important. It's not come the first up. time he's <laughs> left me bloody hanging.
0: Well- <laughs> A <laughs> little bit of a change up. This one, we're just going to go straight spoilers, like we uh, like we have in the past. Uh, obviously, this is a movie that was a one night only screening around the country. It is available on Blu-ray and DVD and digital download this week. Batman: The Killing Joke. This is going to be straight spoilers. Pretty short. Well, you can't go and see it once you've heard this. Yeah, so you know, just, just go out and purchase. <laughs> You're welcome. So uh, let's get straight into it. I think uh, the old um, little joke at the start probably a good uh, good kicking off point for me. I mean, a little bit of uh, incestual bat love in this film yeah. in the first 20 that minutes. Was good. That was weird. A little bit. I was not prepared for that was, whatsoever. Yeah, it aroused me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what doesn't though? Now, for anyone who is punching on to listen to this and you haven't seen the film, and you, even if you have no interest or whatnot, uh, about going to see it, you just want to hear someone's thoughts. We are talking about the fact that Batgirl and Batman are each other on a rooftop under the watchful guise of a gargoyle statue. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was as dark. your shirt. And Batgirls <laughs> on <laughs> top. Yeah. Yeah. He was very happy to not take control in that situation. Mm. He spent five minutes going, I'm in control, do what I say. She yeah. forces him down to the ground. He's like, I'm okay with this. <laughs> of course, Kevin Conroy didn't say that, but I'm sure if he did <laughs> yeah, say it, it would sound great him. coming out of his mouth. Honestly,
2: of all the demented stuff the Joker did in that film, those two having sex was the most... Off putting, weird thing in that
1: <laughs> entire
3: film. That yeah, was the thing that weird. made me feel it was, the most squeamy. Was not expecting it's like it. a
1: brother and sister relationship or a. Well, I was yeah. looked at it as, as a father and daughter. And daughter. Yeah. yeah.
2: Like, you know, yeah, um, all of the Robins and, and Nightwings yeah. and, and Batgirl were kind of like his his surrogate children, mm. you know. Yep. All the parental issues that he had with his family kind of, you know. He,
1: That's what I thought he he puts when she these. Kissed him. I was like, well.
0: Oh no, I, yeah. I guess that's cool. Can't wait to see how fast he pushes her away and tells her she's ro- Oh no, he's grabbing yeah. now he's pulling her in closer. And now he's laying back while she strips. Okay, go for it, Bruce. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. It's okay um, in Westeros. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we expect it and yeah. we're okay with it by this point. I've
2: always seen that sort of mother uh sorry, daughter and, and father relationship between them, and, but then there's for me the sexual tension is always between Nightwing and and Batgirl. Because mm, like, yeah. they have they have the brother sisterly thing, but there's
0: also that that yeah. little bit of Westeros, sexual tension. Yeah. They've there. always yeah. got that, like, cruel intentions thing. Like, they're, they're grown-up yeah, children married in. They're like stepbrother and sisters. So it's like, is it okay? Because yeah. we're old enough when yeah. we knew each other and <laughs> I don't know, kind yeah. of thing. Like, that's as close as you get. But, um, yeah, very, I've, very strange. And I've, I guess, too, with these DC animated movies, I know that a lot of them... Do follow on from one another. A lot of other ones are just individual stories, and I guess this is what this is because The Killing Joke is such a a well loved uh, story that it's very much just its own thing. I haven't mm. seen all the animated movies; like it could very well follow on from other ones. Oh, but
2: from the ones they're doing at the moment, like The Bad Blood and um, Son of Batman, and Son things. of Batman, those sort of ones. Yeah. At, at the end of Bad Blood, no spoilers. If anyone who hasn't seen Bad Blood, it's you know, it's it's Bat and Nightwing and mm. Robin and Batman and this new one called Batwing. And then sort of Batgirl is revealed at the end. But it's the different version of Batgirl, you know, the ones you see with the way she's drawn with like the big yellow combat boots and and slightly different. And it's her first appearance on the scene. Mm. So obviously I think there will be more Batgirl later on in in the sort of continuity they're doing there. But yeah, this is kind of its own little just sort of pocket story on its own, when Batgirl's been around for years and... Well, the only
0: reason I ask is because I didn't know the background of their relationship in this particular story. Because I have... Started to read the, the Killing Joke The actual graphic novel It's based on okay. uh, I think I'm only I probably only got about Halfway through This is years and years ago And then when I heard This movie was coming out I thought well I'm just gonna I'd rather go in and watch the adaptation well, I'm I' definitely guess. not gonna read it yeah no yeah that's high school for, <laughs> Wait for me for the movie Wait for the <laughs> yeah. movie thanks very much but I didn't know how much of of one of what they knew about one another obviously Batman at some stages w- was referring to her as Barbara so I'm like well he knows who mm. she is but she never once referred to him as Bruce I I can't remember maybe she did um, but I'm like does she know that he's Bruce Wayne and she's okay that she's having sex with the world's you know richest man and Batman does she only know him as this vigilante figure whereas he knows that she's the young daughter of his Greatest ally and, he and likes it. Yeah, like, and I mean, Batman's hey, a mess up, f- anyway <laughs> Tell me more about the robbery. Pretend I didn't say
2: anything. He sees Jim Gordon naked at the theme park and he's like, yeah. I can make this a two for
0: him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: just, just check off the whole Gordon
1: family one by one.
0: You probably won't remember. <laughs> see, reading uh, reading the graphic novel, I didn't get that far into it. That I think I must have stopped after Barbara was shot by the Joker, and that was a, that was a pretty graphic scene in the in the graphic novel. Even though you're only reading it panel by panel, but watching it in a in an animated film was um, was was pretty graphic as well. You know, she's she's blown away. You know that she's not coming back from it. But I didn't see what happened to Commissioner Gordon after that. To, so to see this in this film, that's where it really I started to get messed around with the time. I guess I don't know how long he was at the theme park like was he there Mm. for one night was it a Mm. series of days because whenever we seem to revisit him he was naked shivering riding a ghost train. Like and I'm like, how long has he been being tortured through yeah. this? So it started to at that stage of the film, that's where I started to really question what I was what I knew about the story well, and how the, long has it been going for. Well, joke had to
2: for? go and get all those photos um, published and, and you know, get them all <laughs> yeah. processed get them up, them. Yeah. create the, you know, the spreadsheet system
3: and you know
0: Well you know he's working with the little Nikon SLR. Like he's probably got <laughs> yeah. a, a little uh, um a little a, dark room a, a little in the printing back printing room. Yeah. 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 He's probably fine. He's got all that set up for sure. So
3: did the Carnies come
0: with the carnival store. woman was on the post already before he bought it. So I'm going, what? No wonder the guy said it was a great deal. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So you get a two-headed woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: for the price of one-head. And they're had, had a choreographed musical number ready yeah.
0: to go. <laughs> and all very <laughs> susceptible to the Joker's um, demands. Like, oh, by the way, Batman's mm. going to come along. You're all as angry as I am. You'll hate him. Yeah, kill him when he comes along. Like, <laughs> yeah. with absolute ferocity, these guys were out to kill Batman. I'm like, mm. he hasn't done anything to you, has he? Like, surely he would help you guys if you... Needed it and asked for it, but jo- they come with the package. So,
2: yeah. you know, even little demented, weird midget cherub guys
0: that with cranky faces. Yeah. yeah that was crazy, man. And I think I, because that was coming off the back of another scene, not set in the theme park. So to be reintroduced to that area of the story, that setting with those characters, like little midgets wearing fairy wings and stuff, just going, ah, 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 <laughs> looking like they're from the hills of eyes. Cause some, half of them only had, you know, a couple of teeth or whatnot. Mm. I'm like, what the hell are these people? Uh, and then I'm like, oh, right, they must be part of the freak show that comes with things. Okay, this is making more sense. Yeah. But um, It's like that baby from um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know the one with that? The cigar
2: Watch chomping. That. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what sort of reminded
3: me of. If we can backtrack to when um, the Bats did it, how great! Speaking was, of that again, how, man, how great was the next night? How she calls him, and he's just like, "Yeah, later." <laughs> yeah, fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. See, Bruce
0: Wayne can sometimes delve into being Batman, but I feel like Batman there delved into being Bruce Wayne yeah. the <laughs> Bachelor. <laughs> later, baby. I don't um, need you. I'm gonna be totally honest. I never talked to you the day after. <laughs> <laughs> Stop calling me. <laughs> yeah,
3: that was great.
1: It's but so um, Kevin Conroy, that's his name. Isn't yeah, him? yeah. Um, Mark Hamill both appear in this um, adaptation of The Killing Joke and they're also in, um, just speaking of the Batgirl um, background, they're also in the Arkham games together mm. and um, they have that scene from The Killing Joke where Joker kills, Bar- or shoots Barbara Gordon rather and then at the end of that storyline you kind of, it's not a spoiler or anything, but you, um, Oracle, which is Barbara Gordon and Dick Grayson are in fact engaged so it is kind of weird, like you said. There's probably no continuity. Obviously, that's a different universe. Mm. But yeah, when she started making out with Bruce, I was like, "Man, that's that's weird." Because <laughs> she gets with Robin later. Perhaps there's going to be one angry
3: dick in this <laughs> <Yeah>. storyline. <laughs> Maybe two. I don't know. Because was, I
0: didn't. I think I saw a picture at one stage. In uh, there was a series of photographs of the Joker, which was actually really cool. That it's there it was one of him in like a, a Hawaiian shirt sitting on a beach holding something in both of his hands and and then I immediately thought of Jack Nicholson when he was making the love that Joker ads in the oh, 89 yeah. Burton and I'm like oh that's a cool throwback. and then Ten seconds later, I'm scanning through all the photo, and there was one of him in a green vest, in a purple shirt, sitting handcuffed in a jail cell. And it was like uh, Heath Ledger still, the very first still shot they ever oh, released wow, of Heath yeah. Ledger. Ah. And I thought, oh, this is cool. They're sort of paying homage to every incarnation of the Joker well, along the way. there was a
2: little shot one there. I saw another little one with um, Harley Quinn as well. Yes. Sort of in the bottom left there. Yep. Yeah.
0: But I think, I don't know whether it was there, somewhere along where they had a series of photographs uh, to do with the Joker. And I'm pretty sure I saw a, a bloodied body. Wearing a Robin costume, yeah, so yeah, I don't yeah. know. It was it was post that Red Hood sort of you know under the Red yeah. Hood type story, or at least in the in the mid. Well, I guess sort it had, had to because there was no mention at of all. reference of any of the Robins, like yeah. Any
2: of the three or four Robins that mm. have been,
0: yeah. And you get the idea that like she's yeah like she's obviously his his chief you know number partner, one under, yeah. yeah partner yeah. So yeah. Um, so, so you wonder been... where Tim Drake
2: would be of all people. Yeah. Like you you get everyone else you know. Jason Todd dead, uh, Dick Grayson off in, you know, Bloodhaven or... whatever. Unless off, it was sorry. that
1: year between, yeah, losing Jason Todd and then when Tim Drake came. Because it was
2: only 12 months,
1: wasn't it? That's why you get so pissed off. Yeah, mm. that's
2: true, I suppose.
1: But, yeah, it's still...
2: I guess your different iterations have Batgirl joining at different times, don't they? Yeah. So
1: I imagine she would have known who he was yeah. as well, right? Because when she's the Oracle, she calls him no, that's true. Bruce all the time. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Even though... I don't know why, because other people can hear her calling him Bruce. <laughs> it's like why have code names if you just call him by yeah. like, their first name? Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's like when she woke up in the hospital and um and she goes, Batman before she opened her eyes.
0: I'm like, Too bad if it's Bruce Wayne standing there <laughs> and there's a shitload of people in the room. Bad mistake. Yeah, well, you, you bring up the Red Hood and I think I've only seen a handful of these DC animated movies and that, that I mean, it's a great story so I don't know whether I loved the way that it was told or the way that it was animated or anything or I just really loved that story of Batman the Under the Red Hood, but that's the way that I was introduced to it was that animated movie and that was fantastic. So coming into tonight, I've only ever known about how great the Killing Joke is. It's one of the, you know, the top Batman stories of all time. So well loved by all the fans. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess we haven't really even touched on the what seemed to be the prologue that just kept going and was yeah. ended up being the first act of the film. Um, I, don't, I just the don't know how it, French, Paris, French Paris guy. France. Oh, god, yeah. like that yeah, just seemed did- to go on and on and on. But that's, I mean, like, I don't remember that being part of the story. No. And so by the time it got to the start of the graphic novel novel from what I remembered, I just I, I don't think I was into the film. Like I did I just struggled to start because I was so confused by the, the beginning of this yeah, movie. Yeah,
2: it felt like two movies kind of pushed together. I think. I, I do remember watching like a little special feature, you know, on YouTube or something like that, you know, a few months ago and they talked about well, you know, there's there's not enough content in the Killing Joke comic to, to, you know, have a, a ninety minute animated feature so and they're trying to figure a way to get into it so and they they landed on this idea of having uh bat sort of be the in and she was doing her little sex in the city commentary over the top of mm-hmm. what she was doing all that sort of stuff but that was like its own little story and then you know she quit as Batgirl girl and, and she was finished and it's kind of like well that story finished yeah. She stopped doing the the you know the voiceover, and then suddenly we picked up. Then into the Killing Joke, when we were like a good half hour in. Yeah, mm. so that's, it was
0: really odd. Yeah, and that's what I thought. It, there yeah, might have been. The Joker wasn't in it at all. At that no. Point, right? Yeah, you're right. It took ages. I actually thought I'm like, hey, is it sort of a bit meta that we're here to see a movie about the Joker? It's called The Killing Joke. Is the joke on us? We're actually not even here to see that film. It's a completely, <laughs> completely different movie. Well, that's what I was, I was wondering
1: because it was the directors or the kind of special features at the beginning. Yeah. And I'm going, is this just a documentary? Am I confused? (laughs) Is it it actually, yeah. And
0: I I thought maybe they were just trying to add weight to how much Batman would be hurting when Batgirl gets paralyzed later on in the story. Because I knew that bit was coming up. So I thought they're going to set up this relationship with him, him questioning what their relationship really is and which part of it or both parts of it what they uh, individually mean to him uh, as a person and as the vigilante obviously it didn't because he was having a ripe old laugh with Joker at the end yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but I just found like, and then I thought too with you the guy it. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, you got fun. it yeah. good I God don't
2: <laughs> she wouldn't take a hitch.
0: <laughs> just tap him on the shoulder just going good yeah, one buddy <laughs> yeah good one and then I thought because the, the guy was so one note, the guy that she was after, Paris, France, uh, as i will mm. calling him, I'm looking at France, whatever, just a cliche sort <laughs> yeah. of like up at himself, villain of the week sort of thing. And then I thought, oh, no, they they described him as being this equal part sort of, you know, charming and sociopath sort of thing. And I thought, and he goes, I haven't fought that for a long time as if to talk about the Joker. Yeah. And I thought, oh, he's, this is, this guy is going to be the one that pretends to be the Joker when Batman goes to see him, he's gonna be the one that the Joker coerced into pretending that he's him. See, that would have been cool, you know. And that's Ooh, what I thought this yeah. is exactly. Re-. And then when it didn't happen, I'm like, what the f- was the point of all that? Yeah, because yeah. for
2: a bit there, I thought, oh, this is actually that Paris runs was actually going to be the Joker. Mm. But then I'm thinking about it as watching, well, yeah. going, yeah, well, well, the timeline doesn't match up because it's like, well, Batgirl's already on the scene. You know, the Joker's got to have existed if Batman's, you know, all the yeah. way through Dick Grayson mm. and Jason Totten, all that sort of stuff. I'm going, so yeah, he he can't become the Joker. I, I like that. If he'd have been the one impersonating him in, in um, Arkham, that would have been really cool. Mm.
3: But yeah, it was just sort of like a, a hazy, misty transfer from that storyline to the Joker's mm. one. They didn't yeah. really have anything tie in apart from, oh, okay. Um, She's dead. Gordon yeah. wants you to come and have a Good look at shot. this crime scene. Oh, yeah, it's a bunch of guys with massive smiles on their faces. Mm. And that was sort of it. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's sort of. Yeah. yeah I, I, I don't think it flowed through, and it sort of confused me a bit as to why it was mm. there. I was yeah. getting
1: bored with kind of. The Frenchie guy's dialogue, and I'm like, I hope mm. I don't have to concentrate because, <laughs> I'm <not." laughs> and I'm glad I
0: didn't because it didn't matter in the end. Yeah, at the end it it had nothing to do. It had it
2: nothing to do with anything. Yeah, it was...
0: and then the um the, the flashbacks to I know started in the, in the graphic novel pretty early on, and they would have if that's where they'd started the story, because really once the story picked up where the graphic novel did, the the flashback started, and you're seeing. And as much as I love not knowing the Joker's backstory, yeah.
1: I prefer not to know it. Yeah. I was,
0: whatever, you know, show me. And just hearing Mark Hamill's voice back when he was a normal person was, you know, I'm like, okay, well, I'll accept this, but I much prefer the Joker being this sort of just, yeah. You don't want to feel sympathy for him. You don't want to be like,
2: oh, he's just a guy that's had a bad
0: day. Yeah. And that's. And he actually started to say those lines. He's like, you know, you'll have a one, you'll have a bad day one day. And it's Mm. flashing back to Daredevil season two, you know, Punisher v. Daredevil (laughs) and and their conflicting (laughs) ideologies like, hey, I've had a bad day, you haven't yet. And that's why we're different. Um, But that, that, Part
1: of them when Batman was saying, oh, I want to have a chat to him and don't want to miss an opportunity. And then I'm like, why? He's a fucking, he's insane. Yeah. Like your yeah. in whole career, 20 years or whatever. You just, you know that he's absolutely mental. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I found,
2: I found Batman to be too self-aware. Like when he does yeah. sit down in, at Arkham Face to face with what he thinks is the joke, he actually defines it as our relationship. Yeah, and I'm like, that's something that us outside the universe refer to—the relationship yeah. between you know um, Batman and and the Joker. Mm. Yeah, but I feel like Bruce Wayne wouldn't use terminology that he and he and the Joker have a relationship no. in the See, in the tone that he did.
3: The way I thought about it was was it was on a deeper level psychologically. I think it was more. Um, Batman wanting to deal with his own demons and therefore um, wanting to put a face to them goes to the Joker and says, you know, I want to, I want to talk about this. I want to sort this out. Um, and I guess in the end, um, he doesn't reciprocate, but I mean, it, it all comes down to, um, them both being on the same level mentally, but on different ends of the spectrum, you know, Joker doesn't take anything seriously. Everything's a joke. He's always, uh, you know, face value. Whereas as Batman's always uh, the darker, takes everything seriously. You never see him laugh. And I thought that's that's why the the ending I thought was so good <clears throat> was because, um, you know, it, it, ultimately Batman wanted to, to face his own demons, but uh, they both came to the fact that no, nah, this is who I am. This is how it's going to be. Um, Joker was serious for a, a, a minute where, where you've never seen that before, and then after that, Batman laughed. And Because when I first thought, saw it uh, and then it ended, I'm like, oh, that was a bit of a rubbish ending. But then when I thought about it, I thought, that's, that's just perfect. You know, they, it is their relationship. You know, they basically keep each other doing what they do. Mm. And, and I guess it keeps Batman... Alive. It just maybe it's a little too
2: self-aware for me. Just in terms of mm. they're they're both yeah. messed up psychologically. You know, you've yeah, got a yeah. guy dressing up as a bat and fighting crime. and You've got <laughs> yeah. this, you know, this guy taking <laughs> It's the, so us. When you say it like you that, know, yeah. this, well, that's that's it's the whole point. So is is they've they've both seen tragedy and and they obviously like you're saying they're they're two two sides of, of, of the same coin. Yeah. But at different ends of the spectrum, and it's like it's how they, it's how they're coping with their loss and these tragedies mm. that have happened to them. So I feel like these these two characters in this were just written a little bit too well adjusted the fact yeah, that they yeah. you know that Bruce wants to sit down and talk about it suddenly in a in a calm emotional setting but even if, to work through his stuff just didn't seem I don't if, know if Joker it's agreed interesting, it just didn't have the, the tone that I wanted to it if jo- if mm. the Joker agreed with him he
1: still wouldn't say that he did you know what I mean mm. I just didn't get the point of it
2: Yeah and then like right at the end sort of when they are having their you know before the Joker tells the joke there's there's this moment where he just goes, oh, it's it's too late for that. And just yeah. the tone for that, mm. he w- was really odd. I feel like I'd need to see it again and to really sort of dissect everything because it it's so much to process. Mm. Like, there was so much in that. Did yeah.
0: you repeating that line, actually, the whole, it's too late. Like, I always have that, and we're going to a different universe, but... Star Wars: Return of the Jedi and Luke Skywalker before the you know heading into the third act before he meets the Emperor and all that and he says to Darth Vader he's accepted that he's his father but he says I can save you and and he, he explains all the reasons why and he knows there's goodness in him and he looks at him he goes it is too late for me son and I'm like hang on if you were really big and bad and there was no way of saving you why would you say that go look I know I'm bad and I know I'm too far gone but look I'm here okay it sucks you'll come to me. Maybe not, but at least I'm here, I, I can't move back. And I'm like, Really? But if you were big and bad and evil and you had no chance of getting back and you knew that, would you really say that? And that's what I feel about the Joker. Like would he really just, you know, take him remove himself from the situation a bit and just go, you know what? You you know, you're right, Batman, but look, it's just it's too late for me. Yes, yeah, and it's now let self-aware. me go back to the crazy yeah. joker he, again, you know.
2: <laughs> the the psychotic break that he that he suffered is, is why he enjoys being such a psychotic Mm. Yeah, you know, weirdo. And, and, and for me, I didn't think doing, that was
1: enough to become the Joker. Just that, yeah. You know, one mm. like, sure, it was a tragic event, but people like, there's yeah. No I reason. feel like a
2: lot of those real key emotional moments, like they they fast forwarded through, and then it really seemed to slow down and analyze other elements that I feel like we didn't need to see. Yeah, mm. it's like that. That's what you really want to get into. You want to get into the psychology of on why these people have made these choices. Mm. Um, you know, and then you cut right to the end, and suddenly Barbara's. You know, she's she quit being Batgirl. Then, apropos of nothing, she's back as Oracle. We didn't yeah. see that mm. that emotional turmoil of her. You deciding, yeah, you know, which, what I'm, I'm not going to be a victim. I'm not going to let the Joker take me out of the game like this. I'm back in. We didn't see any of that. I was Just,
1: hoping that would be kind of what the story was about. Like she mm. she gets shot early on in the first act instead of old Frenchie boy, mm. and then yeah, mm. we see the aftermath of all that.
0: Because you're right in that first act. We didn't see the Joker, didn't even hear about the Joker. Mm-hmm. And then come the second act, it was very much about the Joker. And I thought, well, th- this isn't even a Batman movie. Like, it's a mm. Batgirl and Joker film. Mm-hmm. And Batman's sort of just there. But the, And oh, I'd be fine with that if it was just called The Killing Joker. And the fact that it is called Batman The Killing Joker, and I know that's just for marketing purposes and whatnot, but mm-hmm. I felt this isn't a Batman movie at all. We have Even when we saw him, or rather heard him fight, there's situations where he was fighting people. We were focused on other people's faces watching him. And the first time he did that in front of Batgirl, she was looking at him. Then we all of a sudden we cut to him, and he's surrounded by bodies. And I'm like, wow! Well, we're not even here to see Batman in all of his like ninja glory. Yeah. What? Well, like this isn't even his story. Well, that's
2: you know? it. So much of the film was shot through Barbara's eyes. Yeah. And, and that would have suddenly, been fine. And then suddenly, she's literally shot, and then it's not. That's it. Mm. And then it's like it's yeah, just
0: yep. like just without that first act, if, it would be a Joker and a Batman story. It'd be very much about their relationship. And that, like you said, the, the filmmakers sit down and they go, oh, you know what, this isn't enough for a 90-minute movie. We need to inject some stuff. But I I just found myself watching their, their conversations at the end while they're beating each other up. And I'm like, surely you're a writer. There's writers here that could expand on this, you know, mm. like... I felt like, and I, I hated doing it, but in, in watching that, I thought, God, I'm I'm almost bored of this because I've heard this conversation between yeah. these characters, yeah. you know, at least two times. Obviously, in the big, you know, Batman the movie in 1989 and The Dark Knight. No wait, I've 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 seen two different versions of this conversation. I wasn't bored by it the second time because it was done differently with different words and and looking at different parts of the psyche of both characters. Um, and doesn't one doesn't take anything away from the other? But by this, it was just sort of paraphrasing what we've seen before and. I'm like, come! On, I just feel there's so much more meat there that I could have, yeah, gotten yeah. I
2: mean, and then you compare it to like you're saying with, um, under the red hood, you know, the final scene of that where it's just Jason Todd, Batman, and the Joker in that apartment building, and just the, the monologues delivered there and the emotional weight behind what Jason Todd is saying. I was, I was a blubbering mess during mm. that entire scene. Yeah, it was pretty captivating. Yeah, because scene. again, it was it was a a storyline that not everyone was familiar with. I had never sort of yeah been aware of it up until up until that point. So it had that emotional weight of telling a, a fresh story and, and the, the heartbreak of Jason Todd. Whereas this, I just felt there was no, there wasn't a clear narrative from start, middle to en- end mm. to end. It kind of, yep. yeah, I don't, I don't know.
1: The other gripe I have is how come Batgirl and. Obviously, other robins always have a problem with Batman's authority. <laughs> like, they don't get it. You know what I mean, like yeah. he's their general. He's the man in charge. He, yeah. uh, he funds them. He's been, been doing it the longest. He, he knows what he's yeah. doing. He's At least the, like, best. the the robins are like, you trust know, me, bitch. Trust me. <laughs> the
2: robins like, oh, they've got the, their own name. She's literally Batgirl. Yeah, she's literally <laughs> right. taken his name. What
1: did he say? He said something like, "We might be partners, but we're not equal." Not that. That was good. Yep. Um, yeah. I'm thinking at 2.5. I, I can't... Yeah. I can't give it any more, but... Yeah. I mean,
2: the, the animation was amazing. It yeah. Was, it, it was so... You know, you could really see panels from the Killing Joke comic. Yep. You know, they were really true to that, and it, it was beautiful. And even a lot of the early stuff reminded me of the original, you know, nineties um, animated series yep. in terms of just the texture, and it looked like it was back to when they, you know, they drew it on black paper, and it had all these beautiful shadows. So that was amazing. But and yeah, I this, liked the
1: voice acting as well. That was, it was great. yeah, it was great That'd to have Mark said.
2: Hamill and Kevin Conroy back, yep. and even Tara Strong, who voiced Batgirl, I'm pretty sure actually voiced Batgirl in the animated animated series yeah, from okay. the nineties as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, the story just, I know, I feel like I'd have to go back in and watch it again, maybe a couple of times and really just sort of analyze different areas to see if, if there was stuff I missed to really, um, delve into it. I was bored with some bits, like I lost my attention. I was thinking about McDonald's after (laughs) it. I definitely could have done with that musical number. That was a bit. Yeah. 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 That was weird. I got enough
1: of that in Arkham. At night, he does one. As oh, well. does he? Or yeah, one of them.
2: I always, when I put myself into situations like that, which is that, funnier. I think about it, and I try and position myself in a different spot in the room to where the camera is, you know. And what they were showing mm. us was the Joker, you know, literally doing a musical number to the camera. And so, if you think about that in a, in a realistic sense, he'd be on a stage somewhere with a video camera pointing at him, that's then being played on all those screens as gordon is going through the ghost it's like well well, no. The joke would want to be watching the yeah. the fear and the horror on Jim Gordon's face as yeah. he's seeing all those photos of his daughter. Maybe it was pre recorded. And <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he needed time to, to edit do... it. He's yeah, he's developed again. all those photos. Yeah, they couldn't get that in one take. <laughs> <laughs> that big fat bitch. She's not getting that in one take. She <laughs> needs a few
0: breaks. Those two
2: headed <laughs> chicks are probably knocking heads together. They? <laughs> they no,
0: need, no, no. Take again. They nuts. needed to work on the coordination. <laughs> What, did you give a score then, Matty? I'm um, the same, as same. I think. No. I, I think I am as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, like I, I, really appreciate when studios obviously they're, they're putting out these animated movies anyway, but shove them out there in cinemas, you know, for a theatrical mm. run, even if it is yeah. just for one day. Because I found myself, I think, in that Cineplex scene. Cineplex would be nice. Yeah. They, yeah thank you. <laughs> <laughs> dragging. They were dragging um a Gordon into the ghost train, and um and he's that like he's naked and he's he's barely conscious, and Joker's you know saying horrible things to him and obviously there's soon to be photos of his naked, bloodied, paralysed daughter all over the wall yeah. and I thought, you know, I'm, I'm picturing myself talking or about seeing this movie to other friends that would never see this going, oh, well, it's animated, clearly it's for kids. I'm like, no, 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 this is a you. story yeah. <laughs> that isn't, it's not a story for kids but this is the way that they wanted to tell it. Just because it's mm. an adult story, it doesn't, Mean it that it needs to be doesn't live cost action as much, either. yeah, and exactly yeah. right that too. And I think you know, in a couple of weeks, Sausage Party is coming up, and that will. I think more of a mainstream effect. Prove to those people that go, oh, it's animated. It must be for kids. Is it? No, no, no. <laughs> There's stories that just are better told as an animated uh, film. Yeah. You know, I'm sure if there was a live a- like actually live somehow action, a live Seth action Rogen sausage, a you know, <laughs> yeah. with a bun, it would just be like what have you Dalt done? Motion. But you know, you you naturally go and see Finding Dory or The Secret Life of Pets, mm. and then you go and see Sausage Party. You're like. Oh, okay. No, there really is animated movies for uh, for adults, so I like that. But at the same, while they did use it to affect with the violence and the dark tones and all that, there were times when gangsters were talking amongst themselves, going, "What the f was that?" I'm like, yeah, did you actually just say what the F <laughs> and then yeah. was that? I found yeah. the end that
2: was a really weird balance in that, you know, you go to the boat where Paris France guy was yeah. and there's literally three prostitutes leaving and the last one saying, oh, you know, the redhead saying she had a, a, a Batgirl mask yeah. on. So this guy's really... Into some weird shit, yeah. cut to a shot of a razor blade and cocaine on a mirror. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Bruce, um, when, swear. when. Can't Can't yeah. swear. Yeah. And then Jim Gordon at the end, it's like the the little midget guy's wings are just covering, so there's no Jim Gordon ass crack. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. cannot see animated ass crack in this film. It's like. Oh, that's what I was wondering. Is that's he full naked or did
1: they give him some underwear? Uh, yeah.
2: Or? A really heavily detailed <laughs> razor blade and lines of cocaine. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> But a bare butt of Jim no, Gordon. Right. No, sir. <laughs>
0: not see an experienced butt crack on this one. <laughs> so, yeah, I reckon uh, I'm with you, boys. I, yeah, I enjoyed it, but there was just a lot in there that I'd, yeah, a bit unnecessary and just sort of, I think, detracted from what could have been really good without it. So, two and a half.
3: Yeah, I'm about the same, boys. I mean... I wouldn't score it a five, but, you know. <laughs>
0: Lincoln always, isn't here to back let's
2: you up. change it up so. a bit. Mate.
3: But, yeah, I like it how they kept it a cartoon rather than making a movie because, um, you know, with all these, you know, comic book movies or superhero movies that are coming no out. No one can see the air quotes when you do that. No, no but, you know, it's just the tone of my voice changes <laughs> when I do this. So. <laughs> when I <a>, do this, <laughs> you can hear so, it. So, yeah, I like, to, uh, I like that they kept it a, a a movie, not to say this is a comic book movie, but to say this is a comic book that we've made into a movie. Um, so people have that relation, uh, that it is still a comic book. Um, but yeah, I, um, I enjoyed it and I, I liked the, the, when you, when you think back to it, there is much more, um, you know, psychological, um, adaptations to the movie, uh, mm. rather than just what you see on the screen. So yeah. What a great
2: time it. to be alive though, that we can actually go and see an animated film at a cinema. Yeah. Mm. I think 10 years ago, that never would have happened. I think yeah. Mask of the Phantasm has a, maybe got a theatrical release. When
3: I was four, I went to see the Jetsons movie <laughs> at the <laughs> cinemas. <laughs> That's the last thing I remember. But like, yeah. uh, you know, comic this, this was designed right. to
2: be a direct-to-DVD, you know, film. Yeah. You know, the way most of these animated films are. Mm. So the fact that, you know, cinemas, because, you know, comic book movies have gotten so big, the fact that cinemas are willing to to do that because yeah. obviously, you know, people want to see it. You know, yeah. to be able to see it on the big screen, I think, is is the real winner of the day. And Absolutely. when they
0: announced that they were going to bring it to theatres, it was designed to be like select theatres in select cities. Now, we're in Brisbane, Queensland, Australia here. I went on to have a look at, you know, s- different cinemas to see where we could get, you know, good seats, whether there was any available. And they were all packed out, but there was a session on at every cinema or across the city yeah. it was it's, it's awesome and not just in one chain but four or five different cinema yeah, chains across think the city it would only be those little, little small independents
2: yep. like the dendies and and those few other ones like that I think the, the blue room cinnabar and things like that you'd expect that but yep. not your big you know event, multiplexes event birch cow and mm. coil that sort of stuff and is, like you
0: said they were,
1: they were packed as well pop- which was great. great. we even mm. when we went out to get a burger after the guy who worked at the shop obviously saw us wearing uh DC shirts mm. and goes oh did you guys see the killing joke mm. like how do, you know? how do you and know? And not even just say, "Oh, yeah. you see the Batman thing." It's yeah. the
2: Killing Joke, yeah. Yeah. and then there's another session afterwards. There was a six, six o'clock session yeah. as well. So. Especially, like
0: you said, Reese, when we walked out, there's no, there was no posters, no marketing material mm. whatsoever for the yeah. Killing mm. Joke. So they might have had tiny little flyers next to the ticket box, mm. but unless you know what it is, you're probably not going to pay any attention yeah. to it. So, yeah, give us more DC, basically, yeah. or anyone. Just, yeah, you know,
3: yeah. I hope this is a trial. I hope that they're pushing it out for one screen only, just to see how many tickets are sold, how many um, theaters are sold out, and I, I hope. Um, that every theatre is sold out and I hope they they keep bringing these movies out, even if it is just for one day only or whatever, but yeah, I like it. The quality is so much better
1: than the live actions or at least the recent live action movies that we've seen. (laughs) So... That's yeah. Well, it's I mean, always the good. audio
2: of a cinema does much better than my little TV at home as yeah, well. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: dude got shot in the face. I was like, whoa. F- oh on. yeah. That didn't really. It never happened. And anymore. I mean, yeah. boy, we still
0: no, got no, the man. DVD special features. Watching this. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> that was <awesome. laughs> you know. For a special event, I guess that's what you want because you. We, the audience that were there tonight, are the type that would probably watch that sort yeah. of stuff at home. Mm. You know. So I was saying, said to you, they
1: should do this in every movie, and then they just did the soundtrack. I'm like, oh, boring. <laughs> That's usually how the one I skip. How yeah. passionate were those oh musicians? My God, wow, <laughs>
3: let's inject some emotion into this. Yeah, into this like, quiet just, time in the movie. Job <laughs> Get are you John Williams? No, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> shut up and play your violin. But you
0: raise a good point, Matty. Just to close up, they're saying that what a time to be alive because right now we're watching on a. Th- Major multiplex theater s- uh, screen, an animated comic book movie, and then in two weeks, a live action movie about the Suicide Squad. Like, mm. it's not, yeah. you know, it's not just a Batman movie or a Superman movie or a Spider Man movie. Like, we've had Guardians of the Galaxy two years ago. We're about to go on a Suicide Squad. Like, you know, the lesser known stuff, the, the more niche stuff that we saw today and what we're going to see in two weeks is really starting to, you know, get into the, the general populace and all that, which is really cool. So, yeah, for people like us and even people that are, you know, getting a taste of what it is to be in the, in the geek culture, I think it's a really great time to be alive. So, yeah. Shout out to
2: our mutual mate, Ducko. He started the whole um, What a Time to Be Alive. Yep. Hashtag W A T T B A. That's that's his new catchphrase.
0: All right, let's do it. <laughs> On a Love friend you of mine <laughs> actually
1: said that he invented thongs with short with um <laughs> jeans. So shout out to him too.
0: <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever you are. Over yeah, Lincoln as okay. a young child. Now he's not here so I can dob him in. Like, very, very young. And he actually said that he invented the term shoot yourself in the foot. <laughs> <Don't>. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm pretty sure we heard that in footy commentary three days ago. No, no, no. I created it. I'm like, you wouldn't know what it means, you are three. <laughs> to be fair,
3: I have heard that a lot since he was born.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That'll do us uh, The Killing Joke, Batman The Killing Joke. Rather, um, Get Into Geek. You can check out all our stuff on uh, iTunes and SoundCloud. Got getintogeek.com. And you can find us on socials, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just simply at get into geek, or drop us an email get geek at gmail.com. I'm uh, on the socials as well at Mitch underscore Lewis. Maddie, where can we find you? Hi, Pitch Maddie.
3: Beautiful. Reese. F- the Flying Gibson.
0: Now, I would play our uh, pre-recorded stuff from Brendan, but you've redefined it, you've, you've shortened it down, it's I official. I did another one. Yep. Pushed I pushed him into it. it <laughs> <laughs> I had to get on his back about this.
1: Um, and it's, yeah, at the Brendan Gibson, just so. No <laughs> round of applause. We've right. got it. Because uh, I always have those fakers out there trying to claim that you're me and stuff. So. I know. See how long on this one lasts. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: Alright, that'll do us. So, uh, yeah, you can check out our, our most recent ones. Otherwise, our Star Trek and before that, Ghostbusters. We've got some Jason Bourne action happening next week in And then, of course, uh, Suicide Squad, we are hosting the Queensland premiere of that. So uh, stay tuned on all things uh, for our social. We'll let you know how you can win some tickets to that. And uh, otherwise, um, yeah, we'll... (laughs) We've got nothing else to say. We've said enough. (laughs) We are done. Get into geek.com